From Bloomington, Indiana, welcome to Prescription for Healthcare on WFHB Community Radio, sponsored by Medicare for All Indiana. I'm Karen Greenstone, along with Dr. Rob Stone. Hello. Our guest today is Michelle Higgs. Michelle Higgs is a member of Medicare for All, Poor People's Campaign, Faith in Indiana, and Hoosier Action. Among her many activities, Michelle has been involved with her work with Hoosier Action and Medicaid coverage has affected the lives of many Hoosiers, including fighting for pregnant worker accommodation at the state and federal levels. She is currently working with Care Over Cost, a national group organized to stop claim denial by health insurance companies. She is also advocating on behalf of Medicaid patients who have lost health care due to the disenrollment practices by the state of Indiana. Our listeners may recall an interview with Tracy Hutchings Getz of Hoosier Action in December talking about the unwinding of Medicaid enrollment since the COVID public health emergency ended. Michelle Higgs, welcome to Prescription for Healthcare. Thank you. Glad to be here. You were recently in DC at a national meeting of Care Over Cost, a grassroots campaign founded by the group People's Action dedicated to fight against health insurance companies that deny needed care or to pay bills for care already received. At the meeting in June, you spoke in front of a crowd of over a thousand people who demonstrated in front of the office of the National Lobbying Group, America's Health Insurance Plans, AHIP. Michelle, what inspired you to travel to DC and to join up with other People's Action members who are working for Healthcare for All? I think what I saw in the Care Over Cost campaign was a way, first off, of centering people being directly adversely affected by our for-profit healthcare, but then also, and they talk about this a lot, as a practical, winnable stepping stone towards Medicare for All. And so it's a way to actually bring more people into the conversation and into the fight. It is a way to reimagine what healthcare can be that is centered on people. And it's also a way to really get people angry at what has happened. And the fact that one of the stories I heard was a woman who her husband had been diagnosed with cancer. And while they were waiting for the treatment authorization, it was denied and he passed away. And so she's widowed with a young son. And since I actually, years and years ago, I had a sister who passed away from breast cancer through a delayed care situation. This was during the time of pre-existing conditions. Remember those? And she did not go to get any diagnosis, even though she had a lump because she didn't want to have a pre-existing condition that would deny her care. By the time she got a job that offered health insurance and went through the 60-day waiting period, it had metastasized. And even though she went through radical treatment, it was just not enough. They caught it too late. When I heard about the denial of care, that is, it's basically the same thing, a different strategy to basically deny people health care. And for our listeners, you'll recall that pre the Affordable Care Act or what people call Obamacare, that insurance companies could deny people 
on pre-existing conditions from having health insurance. So Michelle, would you tell us more about the People's Action Institute and the Care Over Cost campaign? Sure. I'll reference from their website because that'll be a better, more accurate description. But basically, according to their website, People's Action Institute's mission is to advance a long-term agenda for racial, economic, and gender justice by investing in powerful state and local organizations and campaigns that win real change in people's lives. You've been really involved with changing people's lives with Hoosier Action for many years. Can you talk about that, particularly what your proudest accomplishment is with Hoosier Action? Yes. I think when we had the memorial service at the State House for those that had died from COVID and it was not being acknowledged, it was like the one-year anniversary, and we had a multi-faith memorial service. I want to say there was around 300 people that attended. And again, this was coming out of the lockdown. And for many people, this was their only time of sharing the grief of loss of family. And yeah, it was for me just, it encapsulated why I got involved in organizing. It was to bring people together to move something, to have a conversation, to bring those that are directly impacted to the center. And yeah, so that will remain with me as probably one of my proudest moments. And finally, Michelle Higgs, what is your prescription for healthcare? Ultimately, I think the Medicare for all or universal healthcare, I want to be able to go see a doctor and not have the first question be, how are you going to pay for it? I want to receive treatment from my medical professionals that is not gatekeeped by another invisible group of people that tells my doctors what they can and can't do for me. And I feel like we can have an imagination to, to provide healthcare to understand that without health, what are we, what can we do? It affects so many things. And I just feel like that will, Medicare for all will remain my North Star. And anything that moves that forward, anything that empowers people to advocate for their own health, I'm all for. Can you tell us just a little bit more about what you said when you spoke to the crowd out in front of the AHIP offices? Yeah, the role that I had in the speaking was to share the demands of the group. And so there were nine demands and it was to really push back against the fact that you have a trade organization of health insurance companies that public facing seemed to be, we're trying to save money and do all these things, but behind the scenes, they're actually lobbying to work against their policyholders. And interestingly enough, AHIB has a white paper where the wording on it, anytime they're talking about you and I, we are either classified as consumers or patients, not policyholders. And there's no mention in any of their savings plans on how to curtail corrupt insurance practices. <laughs> no surprise there. So when I was sharing the demands, 
it came from a place where I have experienced a denial of a pre-authorization and I have experienced denials of claims that cause medical debt. So it was from that place of it makes no sense. My medical claim denial was interesting because I had gone to get a scan and the medical symptoms that I was experiencing, they said, you could be having a heart attack because they say women, it presents different than men, right? But because I went in for something that was bothering my stomach to have another picture higher up in my body, they denied because I did not originally go to the doctor for a heart condition. It was the tech that suggested when I said, you know what, I'm having problems breathing. He's, I'm going to call your doctor because we need to do a bigger scan. And I'm like, I'm not going to argue with him. I'm not going to argue with my doctor. I don't feel well. And yet to get the letter of denial, because they couldn't take a second picture, even from a financial perspective, I'm like, you're wanting me to go and have another doctor's appointment, another referral, another appointment with the technician, the cost of that versus just take a second picture while you're there makes no sense. The blatant, I think, discrimination of women's health that cannot conceive that, oh, if the medical practice knows women have health issues and heart attacks that present differently, and yet on their checklist, that is a red flag. So to me, being able to present the demands really came from that place of this makes no sense. You make me angry. It needs to stop now. Thank you, Michelle Higgs, for talking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Look for a link to Hoosier Action and Care Over Cost on the Prescription for Healthcare page on WFHB. We will include a link to an investigation by ProPublica looking at claim denial. How often do health insurers say no to patients? No one knows. This is Karen Greenstone and Dr. Rob Stone for Prescription for Healthcare, sponsored by Medicare for All Indiana on WFHB Community Radio. To your good health, everyone. Stay safe and thank you for listening. We may never see-